0: Hey guys, my name is Maddie, welcome or welcome back to the Musician Diaries. I hope you're all having a happy Tuesday so far. If you're new here, hi, it's nice to meet you, and if you're not, hi, I'm glad to see that you're back, and today I have a special guest.
1: Hey everybody, what's up? My name is Kellen Hannes, I'm a jazz trumpet student at the Manhattan School of Music, and thank you so much for having me on today. Like how this
0: episode came to be is there's this whole thing with like talking about like sexism in the music industry and there's this one guy and I'm not afraid to call him out Kurt Thompson was being a douche let's just say that yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> and so the whole like community kind of came together and just kind of like I don't even know how to like explain it but it's kind of just like advocating for like females in music because if you don't know this there's a huge gender gap like not even in orchestras like there's a huge one in orchestras but then when it even comes to like conducting and like jazz specifically and you know composers women are just like so underrepresented and like kurt Thompson was pretty much just like well you know what women are like getting <laughs> jobs because they don't want that that that's like the gist did I he actually say that along the lines of that yeah
1: wow And like
0: he was just like you saw that thing where it was like well women can like play like screener notes if they want to
1: the video in question that yeah. we're talking about um I, th- I forgot what it was called something like you know Calling all lady trumpet players, like you know, and I, Hold up, I'm I gonna was,
0: see if I can find it. Keep going,
1: yeah, yeah. So I was made aware of the video by my friend Bailey, Bailey Cates. If you know who she is, she's another yeah. trumpet player. Um, but she posted something about it, and I was like, What's this? Because I, I had, I knew of Kurt, I, you know, he's on YouTube, and you know, yeah. I don't really know a lot about him, but I've seen him before, and so I looked up the video and watched it, and it was, you know, this guy does you know, he has methods and lessons and, and PDFs and stuff. He's one of those guys. I think and so, did he actually? I think so. You I mean, do I, mean, I, I don't...
0: find is a couple of videos from like a week ago. I don't know exactly what the video was called.
1: But... I think it was, uh, man, I, I don't remember what I searched to find it. But if if, if you're not finding it, it's probably gone. But yeah. he basically said in the video, like, you know, hey ladies, you know, you need my method for lead trumpet playing if you want to play lead. Stop being... He basically... I'm trying to, like, remember word for word what he said, but it was along the lines of, like, stop being your ordinary female trumpet player who can only, you know, squeak out, like, a high C or a D. Excuse me? I don't need your method to be able to play high. It's literally nothing about gender. (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah. It's just... It's so stupid. And, like... The, the funny thing is he's like trying to advertise his own like product
1: mm-hmm. uh, and
0: that just pisses me off i am and there so are sorry. women
1: there's women who actually support like he has posted videos of other women being like oh you you have to try kurtz you know i i'm not gonna say anything about those women you know hashtag woman support woman but i'm not about to buy a method that's telling me that i need a man to help me you know get this you know because of my gender i don't think it's about you know there's so many there's so many really great lead players that are women it has nothing to do with that like it's just so
0: stupid because i feel like it's also kind of ingrained into society like still that you know like men are like dominant or whatever Mm -hmm. and like you
1: kind of like have to like lean on them but like that's not true for sure (laughs) Yeah, but like it's i mean that's literally what we you know i I take a humanities class here because msm needs to get that hashtag funding but (laughs) um you know they we we talk about you know the role of women in in literature a lot and we talk about um just how our generation too like I know that I grew up seeing you know I need to get married and I need to have kids and you know I I grew up with this mentality that and this is not my parents fault this is society's fault but I grew up just thinking that I that men were just more everything than I was you know that we were Were just automatically less than
0: (laughs) were you ever one of those kids who like in class when the teacher called on like boys to come like get oh, chairs my God. where you would do that because I know that was me. Like oh yeah. Like the teacher would be like, okay, can I get some big strong boys to like mm-hmm. pick up two chairs to walk mm-hmm. to the gym? And I I wouldn't even care. I would full on just stand up, pick up five chairs, beat the boys to the gym and just like kind of shove it in their faces. Just because like I... I hated that.
1: Well yeah and I hated it too and I was always confused because For a while, I mean, I remember the same exact words that you said, like, oh, can I get some, you know, strong boys to help me carry these chairs or set up the table? And I was like, first of all, these boys at this age, they're scrawnier than we are. Excuse me? (laughs) We're we're further developed than the rest of y'all. So, But I accepted what the teacher was saying. I never questioned it. I was like, oh, she's right. Like, I'm not physically stronger. I'm not you know able to do that because I'm a woman and it wasn't until I was older you know high school age where I realized that all of this stuff is actually really wrong
0: it's so weird because at, like as we were saying like it's literally ingrained into our society mm-hmm. to think that way to act that way and like as much as everyone like denies it in a sense there's still like internalized sexism <laughs> kind of oh for sure right like as like we know it's something that is like totally okay for like a woman to do but then at the same time like it's just it I, I don't know how to like explain this I don't but, know like, I totally get it it something like feels wrong about it because for our whole lives like we've been told oh it's not you that's supposed to do that right
1: and I, I don't know it's
0: weird and I
1: don't like it yeah I mean you know it's like uh like the whole internalized sexism thing um as a jazz musician specifically I mean and I know that I'm not the only one because every other woman that I've spoken to about this feels the same way but like I go to a jam session and I see another girl at the jam session and my brain automatically goes she's gotta be worse than everybody here which doesn't make yeah. any sense because I go do I want somebody thinking that about me no so I have to stop myself and say you know what are you doing you, you why is she why are you assuming she's any worse than everybody else and that's literally because of just once again how we grew up and how we were trained to think
0: and like that's the same thing like I was at uh like jazz summer camp a couple of years ago and we had to do like placement auditions right mm-hmm. and I honestly didn't know we had to, like, prepare anything because, like, this is mm-hmm. my first time at that camp. They didn't say anything. Right. Um So, like, everyone else came in with, you know, like, a standard, like, jazz transcription or whatever, played it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was my turn to go in. And then I was just like, oh, like, I didn't know we had to prep anything. And, like, also just, like, a little bit of background. I'm classical mainly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, jazz has never been, like, my forte. Right. <laughs> um so I go in there and they're like oh I was just like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry I didn't know I had to prepare anything so they were like okay here's some sight reading
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so I I go through that and out of like six BAMs or whatever like I was placed in the second from the top so like Mm -hmm. let's say like ranking like number two which I honestly was surprised at but I was like the only girl and it Mm -hmm. felt so weird because like even during like master classes and everything you could tell that like and I am not like pointing fingers at like anyone or anything but a lot of like I kind of felt like an outsider almost Mm -hmm. because it was just I was like the only one and I had no one to relate to Mm -hmm. in that
1: sense right right and I mean that's totally you know that's how it usually is and i mean i was you know i got to high school and i was in the marching band and i was the only girl in my section and literally one of the first things that was said to me when i showed up at rehearsal was one of my older section mates was like ew you're a woman like seriously just straight up ew you're a woman like making fun of me for my gender it's just you know and that's when i really that was like my first experience with you know sexism in my instrument you know and it's like especially with the the whole you know jazz band thing every band that I've been in the most women I've been in a band with is you know maybe five other women six other women um and even then when you're the only one you know people people go well you guys are trying to make everything equal and you're saying that gender doesn't matter And while we are doing that, and we're trying to make things, you know, more equivalent for everybody, like, it's doesn't help when you show up to a band and you're the only girl because it does feel different. And a lot of guys aren't very good at, at, you know, making you feel welcome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And like, also, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to one of my friends the other day about this. It's like, there's a fine line between like putting people in like a certain band or ensemble just to make it like equal and like diverse versus Mm -hmm. like taking the best players right and it's like Mm -hmm. so many times if like it was like blind auditions or whatever more females would get in Mm -hmm. I guarantee that but that's that's not the case unfortunately and like I I know like the TSO and stuff I was talking a couple episodes back I talked to the concert master Jonathan Crow, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: like he talked me, like walked me through their audition process, and so they do blind auditions. They put carpets on the floor, so like you can't tell if there's heels. And, yeah, like that. That already just made so much of a difference, right? Like, because it pretty much eliminates people having like, mm-hmm. like I don't, I can't talk today. Like <laughs> internalized like bias, whether it's like a woman or like a like guy and Mm -hmm. like because sometimes even just right away and like going off of what you said earlier if like you see it's a woman oh you just automatically assume that they aren't as good right Right. And so that's the same thing with hearing let's say heels right oh exactly heels women um (laughs) but so like that's that's so different and like i feel like as a community we need to do more of that Mm -hmm. in order to you know have less bias and less like discrimination against anyone right and if it it just so happens like it's females that happen to Mm -hmm. be the best and which is the case a lot of the time Mm -hmm. then they should get the spot and not the guys
1: and you know it's it's an argument that's been going on about how to actually go about this, and I don't actually know which side I'm on because there's pros and cons to both. But it's it's a matter of do you, you know, let's take all the high school honor bands for an example. Uh, you know, I was in you know the Jazz Band of America and the Next Generation Jazz Orchestra, and you know, Next Gen specifically, um, the first year that I was in it, they did a really really good job of including women. It was the most women that they've ever had. It was like six. In the band um including myself and so it's a matter of do you let women in the band okay let's say that you got you know some women auditioning and they're they're capable and they're you know their skill level is is up to par maybe there's a man who auditioned who was a little better slightly better um but do you let the woman in because you want to diversify the band and you know, allow more women to break into the scene and give them more opportunities? Or is it, should it just solely be based on, you know, skill level? Um, And it's because when you, it's just so difficult, you know, do you let somebody in the band, even if they're not up to par with everybody else, because you want to be giving people opportunities and you see potential in them, or do you just want it to be, you know, purely, you know, who's the best players, and I don't know which side of that I'm on, because obviously, and some of the best players are women, a lot of the best players are women, that's not what I'm saying, um, but, you know, it's just super difficult, because then when you let, uh, you know, people into bands who are, you know, not necessarily ready to be in the band, then it recreates that stigma um that you know women are only let into the band because of the woman card you know and And it's just awful right it's
0: like as you said like oh because like just because of like the woman card but then also like there's the possibility of like it like because you i'm sure you've heard like the like you're like you're only as strong as your weakest link Mm -hmm. right so then there's like that mentality too but then also like if you let more like women in or people that might not be as advanced right like you also like foster like that environment where in a sense it's more inclusive but as long as it isn't the oh it's only because like you're a woman kind of thing and then like they
1: can also like get connections and like it provides like opportunities but I don't know. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, let's not group, you know, women and people who are not a, as advanced into the same yeah. group. Cause it's two separate, like, and I, yeah, like we both know those two separate things. Cause once again, like some of the most killing players I know are are women. And I think that you shouldn't be judging somebody based on what they look like or they're, you know, but it's yeah, you know, if there's a guy auditioning who's not up to par, well, he's not gonna be let in. Um, but you know, it just that stigma of, oh, well, you're in the band because you're a girl and they needed a girl and you're the token girl. I've gotten that so many times. Dude. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's such a nasty, but then again, if you don't allow women these opportunities, then how are they gonna get them? It's just it's a difficult balance to have. And it's honestly going to take, you know, a lot of thinking on my part about what to do. Um, But, you know, it's just so difficult.
0: I think it also, like, partially depends on, like, the situation, too. Because if you have, like, an ensemble that literally, I'm sorry, but are, like, incredibly egotistical and Mm -hmm. are just going to say, oh, well, you were let in just because you're a girl. Mm -hmm. versus like an ensemble that is actually like really supportive and caring because i i've had it both ways so like i i think i'd be more prone to like let let's say like a woman in if it's a more like supportive ensemble because that Mm -hmm. way like they also don't feel isolated right Right. like I've, i've had amazing connections with like some of my like trumpet player friends who are like guys but then because it's just been Like that environment and from there I've been able to like grow and like make other connections but I don't know if that would have happened to the same extent if I was just being like put down all the time just because of my gender right yeah
1: yeah no I, I I totally understand that and I mean you know I've been in both situations where it's like I've been in bands where it's been completely unsupportive and Like my high school jazz band was such a toxic environment for me. My high school band program, you know, up until my, you know, junior, senior year, you know, it was just so sexist and so disgusting. And, but then I've also been in bands where they have been super supportive and, you know, super supportive of, you know, me and my solos and me being in the band. And it's just, you know, it's like, it's really going to depend on, I find that the higher the level of the players the less problems I have, yeah. you know, because obviously kids in high school are going to be jealous and they're going to be nasty. And, but once you get to the, you know, national level where you're playing with the other kids that are doing this, because they're, they're doing it the same reason that you're doing it, they're super supportive and and nice, and they don't have any reason to vibe you, you know? Yeah.
0: And I feel like it's also just that sense of like mutual respect and like accomplishment too. Like Mm -hmm. if you're here, that means you're good. No matter what, like if you're here, it's because you deserve to be here. Exactly. High school bands, at least like at my school, it's not audition based. So Mm -hmm. I'm in the arts program. So at the time when I was in grade nine, all the grade nine art students would be in the nine band and the 10 band. Mm -hmm. And I, I put in the work and stuff. And so I would get solos. And then it was me and two guys in my section, mm-hmm. and they would full on fight me mm-hmm. about who would get the solo. Even mm-hmm. after my band director full on said Maddie gets the solo, right? right? Yep,
1: like, and that just they drives can't, me crazy. Yep, they can't fathom the same thing happened to me. And I mean, you know, the whole reason why I this is so upsetting too. The whole reason why I started to shed and actually practice was because my section leader was such an oh my god, I an a hole a butthole oh my gosh he was so mean to me um and my my older section mates they were all so mean to me I was like maybe if I practice and I get good enough they'll finally respect me and treat me like they're one of them and that's the only reason why I started practicing was to prove myself and obviously now I I play because I love it and because I do love this music and I want to do it for the rest of my life but that was the original reason why I started practicing. And when I practiced and got better, I started to get solos and I was placed in the higher bands than everybody else. And they could just not fathom the fact that a woman was ahead of them.
0: And also like, it, it's like my school does a musical every year. So a couple of years ago, we did, oh my gosh, what was it? Um, I don't remember. Why can't I remember this? Bro, oh, I'm blanking. Um <laughs>
1: Let me just start with <laughs> musicals. Uh, Singing in the Rain, Shrek.
0: Uh. Um, e- either way, like oh, Wizard of Oz. There we go. Oh, I, d- I don't know why that blanked out. That was only like l- no, yeah, that was only last year,
1: and Jeez. so
0: there were six of us in the pit for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like my band director, full on, like because we'd be rehearsing till like ten o'clock or whatever at night, and so my like band director full on pulled me out and he just said like hey like I can tell you've actually been like putting in the work and I just wanted to say like thank you because mm-hmm. I swear, but no one else in my section was practicing outside of rehearsal of course and there are some parts in that show where it's very like trumpet heavy mm-hmm. and like if you don't like get that timing it just sounds so bad oh yeah <laughs> and I was in grade 11 at the time and that like that's a hard show so I was like practicing nonstop. and so he mm-hmm. put me aside and he was just like hey like I want to say thank you but then also like I'm also gonna pull up the trumpet section and just be like hey you guys actually have to like practice right um but when I say that I'm not
1: talking to you well that was nice of him <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's another thing that I've noticed is like, and I've had a lot of other conversations with other women about the same thing too. Like I've noticed that we just kind of have to work harder in general to get any sort of recognition and any respect, because I mean, here's the thing, like, especially in high school, like my section mates could just, you know, dilly-dally, not practice, not focus, they could do whatever they wanted, and for some reason they still expected to be section leaders, still expected to get the solos, and so when they didn't, and when they weren't placed in, you know, the higher ensembles, they would get mad at me, who was actually doing the work, and I mean, I stand by my ideas that women really have to work like 10 times harder than a man to get the same treatment, you know?
0: it's kind of upsetting too because like it's not fair and like i i know it's because like sexism and everything is just like ingrained into society and even Mm -hmm. as much as people like are trying to work against it it's something that will remain for like years and like decades or whatever but like it's just so stupid how like even right now like when like people can actively like kind of like make the choice between whether they want to be a douche or not <laughs> right that they choose to be a jerk right? exactly and they choose to like put other people down when honestly mm-hmm. like that's not what we're here for we're here yep. to play we're here to have a good time and exactly learn, and i'm sorry but like if you're just gonna be a poop that's the whole time
1: <laughs> you just leave literally like, I don't and want this energy right <laughs> you know it's uh the guys there's just too many guys who just they feel like their masculinity is being threatened and, and they they can't they can't handle I've just experienced it so many times where guys just can't handle a woman being ahead of them in any sort of way and it's it's just like you know get off your high horse you know this is the age of the woman and Look you know step back and literally like, now I'm not one of those people who goes you know I hate all men I have a lot of guy friends I do I, I some of the Once again, I'll say the same thing. Some of the best musicians I know are men. Some of the best musicians I know are women. I have so many friends on both ends. And the guys that I'm friends with are respectful. And they do support, you know, women and women in brass and women in jazz and everything. And they're super, oh my gosh, I cannot speak, (laughs) super respectful uh, guys. But there's really, really, really good chunk of guys out there who are the opposite of that. And it's just
0: like you don't you never want to be near the guys that are just like oh well you're only getting the spot because of like something you can't control
1: like like,
0: a girl whereas like and as you as you kind of mentioned earlier like the higher up you go like the more respectful they kind of get just because like there is that sense of oh you're here because you deserve to be and Mm -hmm. not Because it's something you can't control.
1: Because people are a lot less at that level. It's not that they're less self-conscious because, I mean, some of the best musicians I know are also the most um, self-deprecating. But they they don't, they're not so down about themselves where they have to put others down. And I feel like that's the difference between, you know, a high school level musician and a overachiever, you know, over the top high school musician is... (laughs) you know they just they don't feel the need to put other people down to make themselves feel better
0: I'm going I'm taking a couple steps back even when talking about like that Kurt Thompson thing like I I don't know if you saw there were a bunch of people who were tacking like female musicians and like posting them like on their stories like like acknowledging that this is an issue and saying well here is like a list of like amazing female trumpet players Mm -hmm. and they full-on just went all out like i couldn't even read i saw them but Mm -hmm. a couple people like included me in that list and like Mm -hmm. i know that like they included you in that list and like so many other people like elizabeth langston Mm -hmm. avery like so many people they included but it's just so important because you can kind of tell to like the people who do that they're not they're not doing it just to say oh like they're behind a the cause like just to say that right like they actually are and it's like if you actually take the time to do that and the time mm-hmm. to like acknowledge it like mm-hmm. there's that sense of respect that forms there and so like you know that this is a person who isn't gonna be a jackass during <laughs> rehearsal just because right. like you're a girl and like It's just so important, and I don't know, I I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore, but like, it just meant a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally, I felt the same way. It feels super good to be, um, you know, recognized for for just being there and being you know one of the things that kurt said i don't remember if it was in that video or not but one of the things i remember him saying was just you know there's and this is not necessarily incorrect but that there's so few women who are actually uh able to play there's so few women who are good enough you know and while there is a lack of women And I'm talking specifically about jazz because I don't really have a lot of orchestra experience or, you know, but there is a lack of women, but it's because they're not being given the opportunity and they're not being given the same exposure as the men. And so when you say that, oh, there's, there's not a lot of women who can actually play. That is the most aggravating thing to hear because there's a list, there's a slew of women who can play their butts off and honestly cut most guys. Like (laughs) it's just, but nobody knows them because nobody takes the time to look them up and get hip to their music and actually make an effort to find out who is out here. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry, 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 go ahead.
0: Um, and I, I was just gonna kind of gonna add on to that. And it's like, especially within the music community and it doesn't matter whether it's classical or jazz or contemporary, so much of it is about exposure. Oh, for right? sure. And so like with our like practice accounts and stuff, we've gained, like exposure, right? But Mm -hmm. honestly that's only why I feel like a lot of people know like who I am as a musician, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I don't have like that many followers, but like the ones I do, it's so many more people than I would have been able to connect with before. And so by being able to like give opportunities to play gigs and stuff, you're gaining that exposure, which is so important. But like if you aren't given those opportunities, well And it's kind of just like, you know what, go hide in the closet while the big boys
1: play. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) That's totally, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way, but I kind of had to make a name for myself. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful for, you know, obviously luck played a part in, in, you know, my whole little Instagram thing. I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it without luck, but, you know, we have to just take extra time to look for opportunities and to, and to. It takes a lot of effort to put yourself out there, especially as a woman. I'm Every time I post something, I, I get DMs and comments, not about my plane, but about my body. And I know that every time I post something, there's gonna be, you know, it's super difficult as a woman to put yourself out there in this sense. And everything that I've done thus far, I've really had to work extra, extra hard for, you know?
0: And like talking about that, like I, I honestly... Like we were talking about this in class the other day about like social safety and like you're talking about like people who full on just like DM you asking for like pics or whatever even if you don't know them, and so whenever I get like a message I just keep it in my requests. You know like I don't I don't like I'll look at it yeah but I'll, I just like won't respond I'll keep it in my requests mm-hmm. just because some people deny that it happens and just so I can right. be like. Yeah, well, this actually happens very frequently. And it's like, right, right, right. yesterday, 9 a.m., I got a message. Hello, hun, Are you interested <sighs> in being my text buddy and getting $300 three times a week? You don't have to pay any fee. Like The sugar know, daddy, like,
1: messages. Yeah, and it's, you know, those are bad. But what's worse is when they, so, like, there's, like, different types of messages you can get. And I'm sure yeah. you've gotten all of them but there's the, you know, there's the pre-written sugar daddy, you know, message that you can get asking you to, you know, for money to, you know, send them pictures of your feet or whatever. And then there's, (laughs) and then there's, I've gotten messages from guys, personalized messages. These are people who actually watch my videos and know who I am messaging me saying one specifically was like, dear kellen my relationship with my wife is going downhill and i've come to a realization that i would like a relationship with you you are such a talented musician and i i feel like i just i need a a woman with your personality you know please respond like and that i got that message when i was what maybe 16 17 i've gotten so many like that
0: too and it's Mm -hmm. also like oh like can i get your autograph like i got i got one like that yesterday really bro Mm -hmm. you're 40 get the frick out of my dms
1: yeah (laughs) it's in, in don't get me wrong when people dm me regular piece people nice things like yeah that's really really great i'd love to hear messages from you know people telling their stories and you know just nice compliments are nice i appreciate them i say thank you but when you're sending me oh my gosh like i got a dm the other day from just a random person who follows me saying hello beautiful baby like i know it's like okay goodbye (laughs) you know literally (laughs) do you ever get
0: the like things on your comments saying like dm for promo or whatever yeah yeah right like all the time so i i don't know if you know them do you know nick
1: plays flute nicole um yes maybe yes oh i do i do i do (laughs) we're in a group chat together
0: (laughs) me nicole sarah and then one other person i don't remember who like we have like a group chat and literally whenever like anyone like comments anything or like send us like creepy messages or mm-hmm. whatever we full-on just send their profile to the group chat and we all just block them oh yeah because, for sure like, there is so much like right I-, I wish there was kind of like an app or whatever where like mm-hmm. it was just like a code and whenever like you filter for keywords and then it just like blocks them
1: right but- yep I totally, I get that, like, I have so many group chats with other women where we just send all of our stuff to it, and we're like, ew, goodbye, but, you know, social media really makes it, um, it, social media is a blessing and a curse uh, in my mind, because without it, I definitely wouldn't have connected with all the people that I have, you know, I have so many more, you know, musician friends and opportunities because of this platform, but also at the same time, some (laughs) of the most traumatic harassment experiences have come from it and you know i hope this never uh i hope you never have to deal with it at 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 this level but two summers ago i had actual accounts made about me basically you know there was a whole situation where this uh older trumpet mentor not gonna say names because it's over now but actually one of my friend's uh teachers he is a, you know, really big guy. He's gotten kids into Juilliard and all of these other national bands. And and he didn't like that I made a, a certain band. And he went on my account, made fake accounts, commented paragraphs about how, you know, fat and, and awful of a player I was. And he made like an actual account about me, just posting things about me. And it was like, it went on for months and it was distressing and it was awful. And I'm I so had sorry. to- Man, it was like it took a year or honestly two for me to get over that and start to realize that I wasn't those things that he was saying. And it's all because, you know, he was talking about how I was making these bands because of the woman card. That's, you know, that's awful. That's why I'm so into this now. It's because I realized finally, holy cow, this is actually really, really bad. And there's other women going through the same thing.
0: And like up until like the point where I made my practice account, just just under a year ago now. Like I like I knew a couple female like trumpet players and brass players but like we never really connected cuz like the last time I had talked to them was like grade 7 mm-hmm. like in Richmond band. And so I've just it's kind of just like a community now between like all of us and even if like we don't know each other like heck I didn't really know you before like, right. this episode, right? But like we can all kind of, like, come together and connect because we all experience the same mm-hmm. things and right. we can just kind of, like, help each other through it. And I just, I honestly think that's so awesome. Like, it sucks that we have to, mm-hmm. but the fact that, like, we're able to, you know, like, connect and just, like, support each other is just so right. awesome.
1: Yep. No, I completely agree. No matter how much things suck and no matter how much we all go through and how much we all hear about ourselves and, you know... It, it's honestly beautiful how it brings all of these young women together because there's so many of us that I didn't even know existed. And now I know I know girls from all over the country who play trumpet and we all come together, you know. It's just, it's really, really nice to have.
0: It's kind of like reassuring us that like, hey, we're not like alone in this. And also like the number of us that there are now, especially like gaining platforms through social media and like making our like voices heard kind of mm-hmm. just shows that we're like a, this is really cheesy but a force to be reckoned with oh right? for like, sure that we can't just be as overlooked as we
1: were before yeah no i think that uh it's also really good because because you know social media is so prominent today and it's such a big part of you know younger kids especially their lives I think oh my gosh my train in the background jeez um I think it's just so it's such a good thing to have because you know there's there's young girls you know middle school aged girls who just picked up the trumpet and they're definitely on social media they're definitely on Instagram yeah. and you know when I was in 6th grade Instagram was new I had just gotten it the kids at my age had just gotten it there wasn't I don't re- remember following any music accounts or anything yeah. um and now all of a sudden you go on the explore page and there's So many, so many female trumpet players, and I think it's just so important they're going to see that and feel that it's more normalized for them to be playing this, and they're going to feel like, you know, I want to be like these girls.
0: I'm, like, applying for scholarships and stuff, and so there was this one scholarship at the school I applied to, and so, like, I- like it, it's new. Like this year, I they only announced it its existence like a week before the deadline. Mm-hmm. So I was like mm-hmm. up working with my mom till like midnight or whatever every wow. night getting this essay. And so what we had to do is we had to pick one of the United Nations like seventeen goals. So I talked about gender equality and like because like the thing is like how what is this goal like why is this important to you and how will your like education at the school help you towards like achieving that goal and so like i i talked statistics i talked experiences everything so like i still don't know if i've gotten the scholarship but just being able to do that was kind of empowering oh for (laughs) sure because like i don't i don't know i i'm not good at
1: explaining things but (laughs) yeah no yeah i get it it's I mean, to be able to talk about just the issues in general and honestly, I mean, every time I talk about this, it's like a therapy session because yeah. it's just so it's pent up inside of me. I'm angry. We're all angry about it, you know, and people get like annoyed how much people talk about like women in music and, you know, women in jazz I and know. stuff. And they say, you know, you guys are going way overboard with it. Well, you know, <laughs> you
0: know what? if it's still a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, then we're not going vote
0: for more. It's like a scale. it's not a thing anymore, then Mm -hmm. okay, maybe, but like, it's still forever going to be an issue. So we're like. And you
1: know, the way I explain it to people, it's like a two-sided scale, you know, with one up and one down. Well, women are way up here because there's nothing on their plate. Men are just so dominant, right? What we have to do is we have to add way more women to the scale to even it out. We're not feeding the male plate. We gotta feed the woman plate until it's equal. And that's how I explain it to people because people just seem to, they're like, not you funny. guys are doing the the same thing that you're fighting against. And I'm like, no, we have to that's- be overboard with this to solve it.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not how it works. Right. Unfortunately. Right. Right. And okay. And like even just like, as you were saying earlier, just like kind of just like venting, like the microaggressions i am Mm -hmm. so sorry literally honestly those piss me off more than people like
1: blatantly being sexist yeah because then it's like they're not even like (laughs) they're not even straight up telling you it's just like they're treating you awfully without re like it's just uh
0: have you ever been assumed that you've been like hitting on someone just because you're like being nice
1: um you mean has a guy ever thought that i was hitting on him because yeah literally all the time people think that i oh my gosh there's (laughs) there's been situations i'm not going to get specific but there's been situations where i've literally been a decent person to a guy on the bandstand in a band just acting like a normal person and these guys just think that you saying hello to them means that you want to have their babies excuse no. me <laughs> i'm just being nice to you i asked you how your day was i didn't ask you to marry me you know i, I hate it
0: you know what just because we're nice doesn't mean we like you it's because we're, we're trying to be respectful mm-hmm. and decent human beings and you know how what else sucks? to understand
1: right we i feel like women are uh, also taught that you know even if a guy acts inappropriately towards us we're not allowed to get angry we're not allowed yeah. to fight back we should just oh i'm, I'm so sorry sir <laughs> Ooh, like <Yeah>. no <laughs> i'm going to literally hit you if you do anything to me you know
0: <laughs> i was just gonna make a point and i totally forgot it i don't know why i keep blacking out today oh my god. man it's hard um, to
1: focus these days i'm not gonna lie <laughs> we were talking about uh uh being polite even when people are being awful to us
0: okay I remember my point um <laughs> I read this thing well I, I didn't read I watched like this YouTube video mm-hmm. and it was just talking about like social norms and stuff and so it's so ingrained to it in us like even that like like thinking about hallways at school mm-hmm. If like there's a boy and a girl walking head-on it's the girl who will move never the boy yes Mm -hmm. and I didn't even notice that that was a thing until I Mm -hmm. watched that video just because it's so ingrained into us that like unless someone points it out or notice it and like that's kind of the same like it's just we kind of have to like move out of the way sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels like that just because you know men are dominant or whatever Mm -hmm. even though that shouldn't be the case right and
1: I mean oh sorry keep going
0: Go ahead, go
1: ahead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely have a problem with saying I'm sorry. I apologize for everything. Me? I overly apologize for literally everything. And I notice, I know that guys don't do that. You never hear a guy say I'm sorry. Literally, I'll bump into you by accident. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? It, it's
0: it. gotten to the point with me where, like, I'm not in uni yet, but like, my... Prof, like next year his full-on like I love him he's the best um but so his challenge is to stop saying just whereas mine is to stop saying sorry and it's like I went to one of like the virtual music open house things you know just because I knew who was there just pop in and say hi and I was able to meet with my academic advisor for next year and Mm -hmm. she's sweet I love her um but then the admissions person, like, because she was the host of the meeting, she saw that I was in a breakout room, like, alone with my academic advisor. So she texts my academic advisor to tell me to stop saying sorry.
1: Wow. Like,
0: Yo. It, it's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, same thing. Like, people always tell me, they're like, why are you apologizing? like why it's really a woman thing i feel like we're just we're just trained to be overly nice and if you're not nice you're not woman-like and it's just it's well if you're not nice then you're a bitch exactly well oh that's a whole nother story we can talk about let's talk about how you know women in power you can't possibly be a woman in power these days without being called a bitch it's awful we had a my senior year of high school um And she, I'll, I'll tell her to listen to this. So hi, Miss Hollab. But (laughs) Miss Hollab, first of all, she was this uh, student teacher from uh, a local college university, um, and she came to our high school to be, you know, a assistant to our band director. Um, Right. And so she was put in charge one day. This is a story that she told me. She was put in charge of the percussion ensemble, which is a group of, I believe, freshmen, but I'm not sure, but it was y- younger guys at the high school. And so my band director had to leave. He was like, I'll be right back. Miss Holub's in charge. Listen to Miss Holub. And she tried to get control of them. She could not. They would not listen to her. But the second that our band director steps in the door, they snap to attention because they have no respect for her. And so I, he took her aside and he said, you know, he was like, I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he, along the lines of, you know, Katie, I hate to say this to you, but, you know, in this world, they're going to listen to a guy because when a guy is authoritative, he's just being the boss. But when a yeah. woman does it, she's a bitch. And I think about that all the time because even when I'm leading a Double band, standards. oh yeah, when I lead a jam session or anything, I feel like I can't tell anybody what to do because I'm afraid that they're going to think that I'm a bitch. It's just, it's yeah. an awful feeling
0: at my school it's it's pretty good like we have three music teachers our band director is a guy but then the other two are like women and they're amazing Mm -hmm. um and it's it's gotten to the point like and like this is a good thing but like so we have a strings class and so Mm -hmm. we're split into beginner and advanced i only started viola like last year so i'm like beginner Mm -hmm. but whenever he'll go and work with like the more advanced kids he'll leave me in charge and I will like conduct and like work on like the piece and like there's actually like this sense of respect and it's like hey she's a good musician Mm -hmm. she knows what she's doing let's actually like listen like the hardest thing is gaining that sense of respect but Mm -hmm. then once you have it like it's
1: okay. Yeah, no, I'm um, glad that that's how it is for you. I mean, that's it. I'm so glad that they, you know, listen to you and respect you and and actually take your musicianship into account. That's really, really good. Um, did you do marching band? So I'm in Canada. Oh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a- why you were saying sorry and a boot. <laughs> I do not say a boot. No, it's about. <laughs> I do no, <laughs> no. Say it. Say it. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no 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 I'm I'm, t- I'm playing I'm playing I know. Mm-hmm. um
0: but so we don't have anything like that here we don't have marching band or Friday night football or like wow anything. like I think part of it is also like the region I live in anyway we don't have anything like that Heck, wow our, no one in our school knows when like the basketball games are
1: wow including
0: the people on the team that's crazy <laughs> so I mean like universities sound like some of them have marching bands like i know western does i don't think uft does um a couple of them have marching bands but other
1: than that like we don't really. wow well i did not know that i just learned something new wow man new
0: every
1: day. <laughs> yeah but um marching band uh you know the way that our our high school worked was seniority so, you know, I couldn't have possibly been a section leader my freshman year or my sophomore year, but, um, my junior year, uh, I was put as co-section leader with, uh, another guy in my section. And what I noticed is that it was so difficult for me to get a hold of the section. They would listen to him because he was the big man. But if I ever yelled at them, they would like freak out. They're like, Oh my God, Kellen's yelling. What? It's like, what yeah. Cause you know, and then my, my senior year, I was the head section leader and there was a younger guy co-leading with me. And so, you know, I kind of took more charge because I was there longer, but I still had issues with getting people to respect me and listen to me because it was more of a vibe of like, oh, Kellen's our friend and, and Kellen's, Kellen's fun. She wouldn't yell at us, but they don't focus then. And when I finally yelled at them to focus, they, they couldn't fathom the fact that I was trying to get them to shape up
0: you know it's like there's this fine line between like working as friends and then working as like hey like we actually have to get stuff
1: done right exactly it's a difficult balance
0: yeah for sure like uh, like at our school so we have we have one two three bands so we have nine ten and then symphonic which is like the senior band Mm. and so like Occasionally, like our band director will ask symphonic members to like run master classes or like sectionals for mm-hmm. like the younger bands, and so he asks me, and just well, I I practice like I do the work, so he mm-hmm. asks me, and the amount of shade I get mm-hmm. from the other trumpet player who is a guy, um like outside of music, awesome person, you know, but like mm-hmm. as you've been saying, like they just can't fathom the fact that someone who actually.
1: in the work oh yeah for sure (laughs) yep and it's not even about putting in the work because i can guarantee you if you were a guy they would be respecting you and looking up to you it's the fact that you're a woman they can't accept the fact that a woman is positively above them it's just such a you know and then these same guys say oh i support women i'm not sexist and then they go off and do these things if you really want to help the problem guys, any guys listening on here, actually put in the work. Actually do it. Don't just say it. Yeah.
0: I honestly don't even know how many guys listen to this. Like I was looking at my demographics the other day. Hold up. Let me let me
1: pull it up. Yeah, let's pull up those day. percentages.
0: <laughs> oh man. Geographic location. It's about like 45 45 from both Canada and the United States, which mm-hmm. is like i support most people listen on spotify the age range 37 percent is 0 to 17 so like Mm that makes sense 32 is 18 to 22 so like that's my target Mm -hmm. age range right um 69 percent of my listeners are female okay so like wow that's actually shocking i thought it would have been less men but still well i i don't like i don't even know like because i I obviously don't know who all my listeners are, but I guess in a sense, like, I'm kind of happy because that's, like, the demographic I'm going for, like, my age range-ish, so, like, high school, university, and then I'm a girl, so, like, hopefully girls listen to this just because, like, we can, like, connect, but then also, like, some guys because, hey, we actually talk about valid issues, so, you know, listen to our points,
1: Mm -hmm. Um, but,
0: yeah, I don't
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, the guys that are listening to this and trying to educate themselves, like, that's the thing. When I talk about these subjects, people are like, oh, Kellen's just like, I hate men. Kellen's sexist towards men. No, I'm talking about the guys who are the actual issue. I know that there are guys out there that are not like this. And to those guys, I say, I love you. I support you. Thank you for being an ally. But there is a better majority of guys who are not like that. It's the same with everything it's like and when it comes to
0: any issue like just because like you're pointing out that like a specific like group isn't like mm-hmm. acting appropriately so many people think oh well you're calling out the whole group it's like no
1: Mm-mm. i'm
0: just calling out the people who are being sexist and if if mm-hmm. you're not and you're actually like a decent human being and mm-hmm. like, you treat us like and you respect us then I love you. Thank you for that. Thank you for treating us as equals, but uh, we're talking to people who don't
1: right now. And the people who actually bother to bring up, you know, it's the same thing with the Me Too movement where guys are like, oh yeah, but like, did did you know that, did you you know that (laughs) women uh, lie and the guys are uh, uh, actually like locked up for no reason? And like, you know, it's like, that's not what we're talking about and by you bringing that up you're actually diminishing the actual issue you know by saying you know oh well not all men are like that you're basically saying that the guys who are aren't a problem and that it isn't an issue you're putting the issue aside and saying it's not important and and
0: like it it is true that not all men are like that but Mm -hmm. to like say that what we're saying is like false is as you said like putting down the issue and just trying and like I feel like it's trying to reassure themselves that they're not part of the problem yes exactly (laughs) right Mm -hmm. but like it is an issue and just like and we're not saying we're not saying it's all men we're saying Mm -hmm. like heck we might call people out and say like hey this person did this and that was not right right Right. people will like come to their defense and just be like oh Mm -hmm. when you called out that one person So, you're calling out an entire sex.
1: See, that's just entirely, it's completely ridiculous. It's just, yeah, we're not literally saying that all men are like this, but we need to talk about it as a whole because that's the only way to do it. And if you, you know, if you bother to bring up the guys that aren't like that, then it really just diminishes the problem and and takes the focus off of it you know until we're equal until we're treated equal we're not this gonna stop like, talking about it like this is a discussion we still need to have
0: and right i think we will for always for always always need to have just and even if we get to the point where it's equal just to like educate them that hey things weren't always equal so in order to keep it from
1: shifting again Let's try to work to maintain this balance.
0: Sorry, half the time, I don't know if I'm just talking, like, gibberish or... Literally
1: me, girl. Like, my brain is just all over the place, especially about this topic. It's just, like, so intense and so thorough. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I'm glad we're able to, like, have this conversation, too, because, like, it's... It's important. Oh, for sure. Yep. It's really... I mean, especially during this time, now women are finally feeling more comfortable to come forward about, you know, and I, you know, women who are coming forward about their, you know, sexual assault stories and sexual harassment stories, uh, it's just, it's so empowering to finally feel like we can do this and be safe and be supported. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I had a point I was going to make that was like going to go with that, but of
0: course I completely forgot what it was. <laughs> um, what else is new? <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like especially right now and especially with everything that's going on and I feel like the fact that we're all online too kind of like helps that because it provides like more exposure right and that's like this whole thing like, right it provides more exposure and provides more awareness that hey like this is an actual problem right so pay attention to it please So yeah I don't know I don't know. Where- i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) girl i feel you (laughs) yeah sorry i'm like i don't even know i woke up this morning and i was just like headache oh yeah and so then i had like a couple timbits and that
1: was it let me let me tell you i uh feeling kind of a little wonky this morning because last night i had a dream about kurt thompson and woke up in the middle of the night I kid you not. I posted about it on my Instagram story, but basically what happened was I was in this random bathroom uh, and I was looking in the mirror and all of a sudden Kurt Thompson appears behind me and everything oh goes God. black.
0: And then there were like a other. <laughs> that is terrifying.
1: <laughs> I know. And so I like woke up in the middle of the night screaming. Um, but <laughs> Bro, he's giving I, you, know, you know, nightmares. This I is mean, a problem. You know, I think it's just so interesting. I mean, I must be special or something to have all these old guys hate me. I yeah. mean, like, but you're, it's you're just waves. I really, I really, am, but it's just, it's concerning me how, you know, I'm not a minor and I know that, and I know that I'm not a baby. Uh, I know that I'm not a child. Um, but at the same time, I'm 19 I'm a young woman, a fairly young woman who is in her first year of college. And honestly, most adults still see people like us our age and think Jeez. of us as, as yeah, right. Yeah. And so, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yes, I'm kind of still a, ki- a kid, you know? I mean, he's got to be in his mid to late 50s, maybe early 60s. Um, But he, the fact that he's coming after me, come on, man. That's like, you got to have something morally wrong like it's just upsetting really and you know there was a bunch of comments left on my youtube videos after this whole thing basically you know saying how awful of a player i am and comments about my weight and all of these random he's using like robots like turkish robot youtube accounts to comment these things on my page and it's just like you're really taking the time out of your day to do this seriously no um that being said do i want to start any more beef no but just saying it's kind of a little uh weird how people will go as far as they go to attack me and attack other young women it's just it's crazy it's bordering on insane it honestly is borderline stalkerish oh for sure (laughs) For sure. I mean, and I, you know, my family knows about the situation. My mom knows about the situation and she feels like that I'm in an unsafe position. She, she's been telling me like, you know, we don't know what these guys could be doing to you. They could be trying to find you, who knows? And I mean, you know, it's a little out there, but it's, you know, is it really? At this point, I'm like, am I safe? I don't know. And it's so hard to, because so much of what we do involves like an actual like connection with
0: the people right so like if i'm like working on a project or whatever i'll be like hey like i'm working on a project with so 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 and so um mm-hmm. and like even like i wore my grad hoodie and like one of my youtube videos and my mom like got worried about that because like i'm i mean like it, it's I assume it's just public knowledge at this point that I'm from Canada right mm-hmm. and so there's only like so many schools with that name in Canada right and also just like other things like I say and stuff like it makes it pretty easy to narrow down mm-hmm. but like I mean I hope mm-hmm. that no one comes and like starts stalking me right like I'm also moving in like a month too, two mm-hmm. so like that'll help things but like yeah I haven't had experiences where people have been like hey like I know where you live I know your school whatever Mm -hmm. but like right I have gotten the hey you're hot or whatever just like Mm -hmm. from like 50 year old guys Mm -hmm. right and I'm just like dude I'm a minor literally yeah you are a minor literally a minor I'm 17 (laughs) get out of my dms
1: yep it's really gross, and you know, honestly, especially nowadays, uh, my, my location is not private information. Everybody knows that I go to the Manhattan School of Music. Everybody knows that I went to Wheaton North High School. Everybody knows that I was—people I, I, know where I'm from. I mean, my hometown is on the Carnegie Hall website, so it's not hard it's to not find like, where I am. Exactly you know and it's just internet safety these days is non-existent like <laughs> and you know i carry my pepper spray on me in case anybody you know tries to <laughs> which is awful that we need to have that but every woman i know at this school's got pepper spray because you cannot walk around new york have. without it
0: i don't i don't know if we're allowed to have stuff like that in canada
1: really i i heard
0: something somewhere like and i i, I don't know if this is true or not but i saw like an instagram post or whatever saying like oh, well, like, in the States, like, they can do this, but we're in Canada, so here's what you do instead. Wow. There's just, like, the keys between, like, your fingers thing, and, like, there's this little, like, I I don't know, like, a keychain thing, and if, like, you pull it, it just starts making, like, a really loud, irritating sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. Stuff like that, but
1: But it's wow that's interesting i did not know that well i guess they just don't want people like abusing right yeah and i mean you know don't want to get into politics or anything but you know i think people know where we stand on (laughs) some of that stuff and uh yeah, yeah yeah we definitely have a lot of issues that we need to work through as a country um but yeah no i mean just being being a woman in america right now and honestly being a woman anywhere is just it's unsafe if i go out past dark uh by myself in the city i'm worried for my life. Like, it's not safe. And I, we have to do it anyways because I have a life to live. But it's, you know, yeah. it shouldn't have to be that way.
0: See, like, well, the school I'm going to next year. So me and my friend are sharing an apartment. And it's, like, a five-minute walk from the music mm-hmm. building. It's literally, like, down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom was worried about, like, me walking home at night. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if I'm practicing till who knows when. <laughs> right. Right? Like, what will happen in like the five, 10 minute walk. And like, I know the odds of anything happening are not incredibly high, but then also Mm -hmm. there's that what if something does happen. It's always like at the back of your head.
1: Yeah, I mean, the what ifs are endless and yep, it's just, I'm surprised that my mom even let me move here because she was so adamant on me staying in Illinois and and living at home because she was, and I told her, I was like, just so you know, mom, i'm going to new york i need to have a career no i moved literally across the country i mean it's it's hard and i mean it's different it's completely different it's a culture shock um living here it's nothing like where i'm from um but yeah no i mean just just going outside and and doing regular people things is dangerous and I mean, New York is not as dangerous as people make it out to be, you know, I, cause I've lived here for almost a year now and I, it's not as bad. The only people who are like, oh, New York, you're gonna, you're gonna die if you move to New York, like they've never been, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. It's not as bad, but it's still dangerous and it's still honestly walking outside anywhere at night as a woman is scary.
0: It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of nowhere or in like a city. It's just literally all have their own scary things.
1: I mean, even, oh, here's a scary story over the summer, you know, I'm a, I'm a little quirky. I like to sing karaoke in my car (laughs) and so you know I I, especially during COVID there's nothing to do so I would take my car take it to the Target parking lot and park and just sing really have Target we have like so
0: like our version of like the subway Mm -hmm. um so I drive to like the subway parking lot and like it's always empty because they're not running right now but so I'll take like the car truck or whatever to like the subway parking lot and like it's empty because, like, mm-hmm. we
1: aren't
0: running right now. Right. Um, and I will full-on just scream.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, yeah. am not kidding. Oh, yeah. Literally. But, yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, like, that's, like, one of my favorite things to do when I'm home is just take my car to, to, like, yeah, like, empty parking lots and just, like, have a good time by myself and sing. But, um, you know, so I did that. And then I was driving home and you know, I, I park my car in my driveway, get home. And you know, I sit in my car for a little bit when I get home and just like, it's a distressor. Just, and you know- Just
0: take it all in,
1: just like take it. Take right. It. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like relax, you know, recollect yourself before you go back in the <laughs> yeah. house. And so I'm just sitting in my car and all of a sudden I look in my rear view mirror and I see this black figure in all, all black walking on the street behind me. And so, yeah, I'm like, oh, guy's probably just walking his dog or something. I see him going to my neighbor's driveway and he's looking inside his their cars and I'm going, oh my God, like, cause that's not my neighbor. I know who my neighbor is. And so I'm like, uh, so I kind of stay in my car and watch through the rear view mirror. Once he's done with their cars, he comes over to my car and tries to get in my car while I'm in it, in my own driveway. Keep in mind, I'm in a town that's 50,000 people large. We're a pretty small town. We're one of the safest towns in America. And that's still half, like, it's just... That's scary. Yeah, it was freaky. And then I, like, opened my garage and he ran away. But, like, it's just so awful. Did he not
0: see you in your car?
1: No. <laughs> he just tried to get in and then I was like, ah! <laughs> Should have just driven the car. on Yeah, like, over him, I agree. <laughs>
0: yeah sure that would have scared him a lot more than the garage
1: yeah no but we, we my dad and i my dad came out of the out of the house and we chased him with the police love that we never found him but <laughs> but yeah no it was just that's the type of stuff you have to deal with
0: and it's like I don't know when it was maybe like a month ago not too far from my house there's like an empty lot because they like they do a lot of construction and stuff and so there were police and like helicopters and with like canines and like Mm -hmm. searchlights and everything looking in that empty lot because like they were trying to Mm -hmm. find somebody it doesn't happen a lot here but like the fact that it was literally like down the street
1: Mm -hmm. it's just holy that's all i have to say (laughs) i mean this stuff isn't even necessarily like woman specific it's just like scary in general but like yeah but honestly everywhere no matter where you live things are just unsafe today (sighs) like my mom
0: always talks about oh like how when she was a kid or whatever how like she would play like hide and seek with like the other kids in her neighborhood Mm -hmm. and like they would full-on play in the whole neighborhood like we know our neighbors yeah but, like, mm-hmm. aside from that, like, we don't know anyone on our street. Even just the thought of that is, like, intangible. Wow,
1: we really got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah.
0: We've been here for, like, an hour and a half.
1: Wow. It. An hour and a half? An hour We 20. We're oh, wow. It's like, one twenty. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well. <laughs> Holy moly. Well, that just tells you how good of a conversation we're having then. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, honestly, like, I love doing episodes with guests because they just like go on for like ever (laughs) so much better than just sitting in my room alone and talking to
1: my phone right yep no i i I agree yeah i think having people on is awesome it's really great what you're you're using your platform to talk about this stuff so thanks for doing that we should probably wrap up yeah man i gotta go to the apple store and pick up my computer (laughs) but
0: like to anyone listening sorry if we like terrified you (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was not our intent I mean <laughs> <was> no, no. <laughs> um anyway um you guys know me I hope um insta and youtube are both at Val and Grace music they are always open if you want to chat just please don't send creepy stuff because yeah um anyway kellen you want to just like reintroduce yourself one last
1: time yes yes uh thanks so much for listening guys (laughs) i think this is an awesome podcast um my name again is kellen hannis you can find me on instagram at kellen hannis music um and once again dms are open just don't send anything weird yeah um and you can also find me on uh facebook and youtube um but Instagram is the main one.
0: Okay, and with that, I will thank you for getting to like the end of this episode and I will see you next week.